0: the only regret you'll ever have is not starting sooner. I mean, I think about all the things in my life that I've done and and didn't do. and, And the only things I regret are the ones I didn't do sooner. I mean, damn. This is a Soul Fire production. You're listening to episode 141 of Yes And with me, Judy Holler. This episode is brought to you by our studio's sponsor, AdvoCare, a community that provides world-class products, education, and inspo designed to help you look better, feel better, and perform better. Yo, all things I'm down for. And guess what? We have a code. Use FEELBETTER15, that's FEELBETTER15, to get discounts when you shop and support this podcast when you do. Link in the show notes to shop and save. All right. Welcome back or welcome to the show. This is the sixth episode in a series of 12-ish. I may combine 11 and 12 because... They're kind of vibing together, but either way, we've got 12 big ideas, lessons, stories, mindset shifts I've learned over the years, and I'm sharing them with you because really they are things that have helped me stay in forward momentum. So I'm calling this series the key series because saying yes gets you in the game, but and keeps you in it, which makes and the unlock, right? So last week I shared key number five, which it's a big one, y'all. It's all about self love and why self love is an inside job. But yo, what, what we really do in that podcast is break down what what self care <laughs> and self love actually looks like. And I think a lot of people misunderstand. So if you haven't listened to last week's episode, go do it. It's important. And today uh, we're going to shift gears a little bit and talk about failure, failure, and breaking watermelons. We're going to talk about our tolerance for pain and the ability to keep moving forward when we get it wrong so we can get one step closer to getting it right, and I even threw a little failure party recently on Instagram. I, you know, I talk about failure parties in my book "Fear Is My Homeboy," and how it's something I've been doing personally and professionally for as long as I can remember to really help me reset my relationship with failure and show it who the boss is. So, a failure party cliff notes is is this idea of you and or you and your team sort of taking a failure or something that went wrong or a target you missed and celebrating it instead of whining about it. It looks like you honorate the guts it takes to put yourself out there and do something new instead of being a victim to all the stuff That could go wrong. In corporate, when I would do this with my team, it became this sort of empowering ritual, right? This really great meeting about reframing failure instead of a dreadful meeting where we would leave the room feeling like crap and super demotivated and honestly filled with even more fear. A a meeting about missing a revenue goal and beating ourselves up about it is a very disempowering vibe. And you leave those rooms feeling a lot different than you leave a meeting going, okay, we missed our goal. We didn't make our numbers, but what did we learn and how are we better and what could we do differently next time? And can we please take a second to celebrate all the guts it took to put ourselves out there and to attempt achieving this goal and to keep moving forward when a lot of things were getting disrupted, when we didn't necessarily have all the answers, right? Like that takes a lot of guts. So, I mean, I would get like cake pops and confetti, put on a, a Spotify playlist that was really vibey and get some flip charts with colorful markers. And we would outline all the stuff we learned, all the ways we're better and what we could do differently next time. This totally sent a message it became a really powerful ritual inside our team, our culture the company and it reset our relationships with fear right which increased our tolerance for pain which increased our ability to try new things which inevitably increased our confidence and our ability to innovate which is what we all want and see here's here's something you need to know about fear uh, fear hates this. Okay, fear hates when you fall in love with failure, when you embrace the mistakes, because when you do this, (laughs) you build up your tolerance for that pain, which keeps you moving forward. And remember, fear only and always has one job, one job only to stop you. So, knowing that is powerful because it means you also have the antidote movement. Our goal is always to keep moving forward, which is the essence of. And of my brand, of this work we're doing here on the podcast. I mean, the and part of my podcast title, Yes, and is my fave because, and honestly, it's the most important because yes is good. It's important. It gets us in the game. We got to say yes. <laughs> we got to get ourselves out on the field. But and keeps us in the game and and keeps the ball moving down the field. And if we cannot have a healthy, empowering, badass relationship with failure, we're not going to get very far. Listen, we got to fail. And we got to stop being a victim in our life and start looking at what we're learning as beautiful gifts. And we must at all costs break as many watermelons as we can, because it's only when things break that we can learn how to put ourselves back together again. I know those are some straight up Humpty Dumpty vibes over there, but think about it. He fell down and broke himself all, all these times, but it was in the putting together of himself over and over again, that Humpty Dumpty actually ended up becoming the OG that he was destined to be. Uh, okay. Maybe I got a future in writing children's books. I don't know, but let me tell you, breaking watermelons, uh, is a really cool concept. And let me tell you where it came from. And then I'm gonna share uh, some quick hits and some things you can do to sort of reframe failure in your life. And these are four things I do that help me time and time again. So first things first, breaking watermelons. What does it mean and where does it come from? So I had Kara Golden, the CEO of Hint Water on my podcast. She was episode number 54. If you haven't listened, go listen. She was an early guest of the show back when we were called the Fear Boss Show. But if you just scroll down in iTunes or early in the podcast, find episode 54, and you will hear this awesome conversation with Kara. Um, So I'm going to link up in the show notes, but she's this incredible, tenacious, resilient entrepreneur who had no experience in e-commerce or product development, but built an iconic and very successful water company. So on the podcast, she told me this story about breaking watermelons, a story she heard from one of her earliest mentors. Uh, I want to play a clip and then we'll come back and break it down. Take a listen. I remember this guy, one of our investors, who was a gentleman who very senior at, at America online, who was one of our investors, Ted Leonsis. And he had this saying, which I, I still, uh, grab constantly when I'm, when I'm thinking about things that he said, the goal is to get as many watermelons on the cart. And you know, that some of those watermelons are going to fall off the cart and that's okay. Yes, Right. And so just put them on the cart and celebrate the fact that you were able to keep some on the cart. Mm-hmm. And I thought, okay, I get it. I mean, don't you just love that? A really great reframing of the mistakes it takes to get it right. I mean, yo, guys, I have broken so many watermelons. I have had terrible, terrible speeches. I go back and look at some of my earliest speeches and I cringe. It's cringe, babe, but ooh, I'm so proud of that girl right? Because I was moving. I was moving. And if it wasn't for that first speech, I wouldn't have the speeches I have today. Oh my God, my earliest podcast episodes. I dare you to scroll on back to episode one of this show, back when we were called the Fear Boss show, right? And listen to my first podcast episode, right? Like, hello, no fancy editing and no idea what I'm doing. Semi good microphone, kind of a little bit all over the place, but yo, I began, right? The first drafts of my book, I will never forget sending in chapter one of fear is my homeboy to my editor at the time. And she just warned me. April was like, all right, here's the deal. Like you're going to get something back and it is going to be freakish. It is going to look like a bloodbath because it is going to be red marked all over it. And do not get in your head because if we don't, if I don't teach you about the process of book writing and transitions and all the things that sort of happen in a personal development book process. We're going to go through this with every chapter. So we're going to redline the shit out of chapter one so that chapter two, three, four, five, six, seven, and beyond become the strongest versions of themselves that they can be. So, I mean, that first chapter I wrote pre-edits, I mean, a hot mess, I'm sure. Uh, But yo, I did it. I sat down. I got that first draft out, which got me to draft two and draft three, which ultimately got me to a book, which became an instant bestseller on Amazon. Yo guys, (sighs) but I had to break that, that watermelon at the beginning in order to get the book published, right? I've had bad dates and oh my God, my first session at the gym, personal training. And we filmed so much of my journey because it is really inspiring to look back on it um, and see how far you've gone. But I look back at some of these videos and I'm like, oh my God, it's so embarrassing. But I'm also like so proud of her, right? Like I'm showing up and I'm doing the hard work and I'm I'm taking the step and I'm breaking it. I'm breaking the watermelon. I'm figuring out how to to do it. And and that is what it's all about. Like we've got to break watermelons, right? Like humpty dumpty vibes. It is the breaking open that allows us to break through. All right, did you know that you could win a bundle of my favorite AdvoCare products? I'm not kidding. We'll ship them right to your front door. And all you got to do to win is leave a podcast review, screenshot that review, and email it to me at hello at judyholler.com. And we're going to pick two reviews every month, and I'm going to send you my favorite stuff. So jump on over to iTunes, leave a review, screenshot it, and email it to hello at judyholler.com. And you are entered to win, babe. We're going to select winners bi-weekly at random. And trust me, you're going to love what shows up on your doorstep from AdvoCare. And if you've been curious, if you want to know what I love, if you want to get your hands on some of these products and try before you buy, this is the way to do it. Plus your reviews mean the world to me. They are so, so important. And I want to reward you for that. So here's four mindset shifts as it relates to breaking watermelons that are going to be a game changer for you. And they are on repeat in my life on the regular. Number one, embrace the improv theater mantra of no mistakes, only gifts. If you have been around this podcast, if you're in my mentorship, if you read any of my books, if you've seen any of my keynote speeches, I talk about this all the time. There are no mistakes, only gifts. You are either going to do something and win or you're going to do something and learn, but you will never lose. There are no mistakes, only gifts. We are not victims to our life. We are the conductor of our lives. And we get to choose what we do with the shit that that breaks, the stuff that doesn't go right, right? The perceived failure. So we're going to win or we're going to learn. We don't lose. That's number one. Number two, ready. You being ready is a choice. It's a choice because if you are waiting to be ready, you are going to wait the rest of your life. And I think that's one of the most powerful parts of, and it is all about the next step. Not all the steps, not perfection, not having it all figured out, but asking yourself, okay, what is the one, the next brave step I can take? Because let me tell you, I have found that that decision always opens the next door that door opens the next one and the next one and the next one. And what really helps me here as we think about choosing to move, ready being a choice. Like I love to think about myself as like this little baby Einstein, right? Like I'm a scientist in the lab experimenting with new things and new styles and new ways of thinking and talking and being and dressing and vibing. Like I wasn't ready to write a book, but I sat down every day and I did the work. I chose to do that, right? I definitely wasn't ready to make my first post on social media or my first podcast episode, but I sat down and I chose to do it. Perfection aside, I sat down and I showed up, which gives you the confidence to keep doing it. I definitely wasn't ready to pick up my first set of weights at the gym and I look like a total tool. Um, and I was very weak at the time and I did not have good form, but I did it. And then I showed up the next day and the next day and the next day. And this November 26, it'll be one year since I've picked up my first set of weights and it has changed my mind and my life. And I'm so proud of that girl. Like I look, I look at those videos of me like that. I mean, we filmed my first day at the gym. And I look back at her and I just want to hug her and just be like, keep like, I'm so proud of you. I was not ready. I was so scared. I was so out of my comfort zone. Um, I did not look good. I did not feel good. But damn, almost a year later, boy, do I feel like I I look good. I'm looking better. I keep showing up. And it is certainly bleeding over into every area of my life. So it's all about reps. It is about consistent daily action. And it's about that being a choice. Number three, confidence. It can be earned. You can earn it. You don't have to have it but you can get it. And the way you can get it is by doing new things. I think there's this big misnomer out there that you need to be confident in order to go do new things. You don't. It's the doing of new things that makes you more confident. So go do new shit. Because the more you do this and prevail, the more confident you get. And then last but not least, you have to be willing to look stupid. You have to be you have to you have to be willing to look like a fool. There's this great quote. I put this up in my keynotes. It's a quote of Amy Poehler. It's this great picture of Amy Poehler with a big pop of pink bubble gum, and she says, "There is so much power in looking silly and not caring that you do." I mean, really think about that for a hot second. Think about having the guts to look silly and get it wrong and not caring that you do. How would your life change if you really stepped into that mindset? How would your business grow? How would you grow if you really stepped into that mindset? Imagine what you could get done, who you could become, and how much time you would stop wasting if you really stepped into that mindset. See, we don't move because we don't want to look stupid. We don't want to be made fun of. We don't want people to judge us or make fun of us or not like us or cancel us. And let me tell you something. Now, this may be hard to hear, but we worry about all that stuff. Here's the cold, hard truth, the cold, hard truth. You worry so much about people not liking you. And the reality is this, people already don't like you. (laughs) People are already judging you and people are already making fun of you. So wherever you are right now, can I get an amen on that one? Because here's the real question. Here's the real question. Who are you living your life for? Yourself, your family, your legacy, your future, today, this moment, or all the strangers on the internet that you've never even met, all the haters that you'll never win over, all the trolls that no matter what you do, they'll never like you, right? Like, you are not a jackass whisperer. I don't know who said that. I think it might be a Brene Brown. Is it a Brene Brown? Like, I can't win over the jackasses. I'm not a jackass whisperer. Uh, no, like, that's not your job. Well, why are you wasting your t- time trying to do it, right? The only regret you'll ever have is not starting sooner. I mean, I think about all the things in my life that I've done and, and didn't do. And, and the only things I regret are the ones I didn't do sooner. I mean, damn. I wish I started speaking sooner. I wish I had picked up weights in the gym sooner. I wish I quit smoking sooner. I wish I started my business sooner. I wish I left some of those crappy relationships sooner. I wish I started saving money sooner. I wish I started speaking up for myself sooner, right? Like you can always make more money, but you can't make more time. And once you spend it, it's gone. So it seems to me like a really good plan, is to get comfortable doing the inconvenient, the uncomfortable, the imperfect stuff now so you can avoid regret in the long run. All right, babe, so there you have it. Uh, the sixth key, key six, break those watermelons. What did you love? What did you learn? Uh, I I love getting your DMs. I love hearing from you. You can email me hello at judyholler.com. Let me know what your biggest takeaway was and um, share any inspiration, show ideas, feedback you have. We adore you. So thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for reviewing this podcast. If you haven't, would you? It would mean the world to me. And until we meet again next week, babe, keep breaking those watermelons. Go get them. See you next week.